Yeah. How's everybody doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Sabbath, Sunday, bloody. There's a pun in there somewhere. we got to figure out what to call this episode. It's Sabbath, bloody Sabbath, Valentine's Day or something, something like that. How's everybody doing? Good. Thank you for wearing the Valentine's Day shirts. Coolest couple in the crib. <laughs> what up? Right, Shout out. I know oh, I of course it was. <laughs> it's, it's tight on the biceps. I like it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what we want. That was especially designed. If my if the death comes lifting shirts do not make your arms look good, I will not purchase them from the supplier. The tight arm fit. Or you just cut off the sleeves like I do. Or you cut off the sleeves like Mohawk Mandy. You don't cut off the sleeves. You just put on the shirt and the sleeves fall <laughs> off. We don't have to lie to anybody here. <laughs> Alice Cooper down there from Australia. What up, dude? Going on. Watching Rocky Three in preparation for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm up to I'm up to Rocky Five now, man. I'm on a marathon, dude. Oh no, I haven't. Just don't watch Rocky Five. Just skip it. Uh, yeah, I know it's shit, but I, it's got to go on, bro. It's gonna go on. You got sometimes you got to do it when it's when you're in the Rocky Marathon. You got to watch Rocky Five, man. I understand. It's been a yeah. while since I've took a dive into the Rocky films. Ah, oh, same, but I saw it up on stands and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch all of them in one day or something like that. You pumped up? It, like, totally pumps you up. Oh, yeah. Good, man. Well, thanks for... Oh, cheers, by the way. Thank you for, for having the Death Comes Lifting Warlord mug. Boom! Thank you for showing up from Australia. Are you drinking caffeinated tea right now to stay up? Yeah, this is green tea. Yeah. You're rock and roll. I love you. I love everybody. I have... Valentine's Day props. I have my lighting and I have my dagger and I have my coffee and we're, we're going to get into it. I have no notes today. It's going to be oh. weird. We're just going to, we're just going to dive in and see what happens. And uh, I'm not even going to ask you, I'm going to, we're going to do a little bit different today. I don't even want you to mute yourselves. I want this to just be a whole, a whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to dive in, you want to interject. Let's, let's just make it real. We're, we're, we're experimenting today. I don't know. I like Valentine's Day. Do you guys like Valentine's Day? Or do you think it's lame? Mikey thinks it's lame. Yeah, yeah I think it's lame too. <laughs> you guys are so cool. You're way cooler than me. I'm like a hopeless romantic vampire. I always thought Valentine's Day is cool. My wife hates it. I secretly kind of enjoy it, but like if it's to let on too much. Yeah, like if it's like, you know, if Mark wanted to do something, I'm not going to be like, no, I don't want to do it. But like, you know. Got you. I think every day should be Valentine's Day. That's just me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like every day in the crypt is a combination of Valentine's Day and Halloween. Yeah. That's just the way I try to live. But thank you all for um supporting the Valentine's Day merch and 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 rocking that and repping that because those do super well. And I'm glad that they're tight on the biceps, Mikey, because that is how you seal the deal on Valentine's Day. You know, that's like the the guy's equivalent of like nice legs on a girl is our biceps. So we need that. And I, I feel you. I feel you. Has anybody ever listened to Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath? Because that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I mean, for the first time about uh, an hour ago. <laughs> and what's the, do you want, want to wait to, to give us the consensus or do you want to give us the consensus now? And then we'll just, I'll just go right in. Did just not it. like it. I did. I expected this from you. I did. Uh, Sabbath is kind of proving to be more of a jam band than I ever sort of anticipated. 
as they've like progressed on in their albums yeah. and with there's one kind of music i don't really care for it's that stuff that feels like it could just keep going on forever and ever and ever and not change i don't know it's weird like the uh master of reality i thought that's a great album that was awesome because it felt like those songs were hard and fast and they just kind of got over and then they moved on to the next thing but like with some of these other albums that we've uh that i've been listening to it's like they feel like they're an unending sort of kind of song and that's just i get bored i have add as well was this yeah on over so yeah. it's so it's tough like uh, uh, yeah. i'm gonna stick to it because i've been enjoying trying new stuff but i'm also oh, yeah. proving that like okay yeah i, I guess i kind of know what i like and i just want to see if it changes back to kind of what it was more a few albums ago all right man you're in i like i like that you're in you're exactly the kind of person we need on this podcast and i, I love that you're like not into black sabbath that much but you show up and give it a chance anyway that's that's yeah, for that's sure huge. that's huge and that that mindset should be applied to anything not just black sabbath i just think black sabbath is super important because i'm immature that's it <laughs> i think nicholas cage I, movies are super important but that's because i'm also immature that too that's huge black sabbath and nick cage movies are super important on sundays Adam Morak, I know you like Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, bro. Yeah, it's been a while. It's actually been a while since I've last listened to it. Like maybe the last time I listened to that album was maybe almost a year ago when I covered one of their songs yeah. for the Sabbath Sunday riffs that I've been doing. Yeah, it's a great riff record. Yeah, it's not a bad album. It's probably not the best album. But... It's definitely not their best album. Um, and what was what I started to talk about last time was volume four marks the I'm going to talk with my dagger today. Volume four mark, marks the start of them going into more progressive hippie territory. And I think it's at its peak in Sabbath, Buddy Sabbath. And the, for the next one, Sabotage, which don't get me too excited about because that's my favorite one. We'll talk. We, have, we might have that might be a lengthy podcast next week because we can dive into sabotage it is like a kind of a combination of the the hippie progressiveness from the sabbath buddy sabbath in volume four but they also bring back elements of like master reality into it which is it's huge so sabotage has always been my favorite this one is their most experimental their most weird that i know that um, you probably have listened to the track if you just listened to it who are you that like uh synthy weird kind of slow doomy tune which is something totally different for them. And they've are, uh, were experimenting a lot with like just throwing acoustics and weird jammy stuff just into the middle of all their tunes. So this one's definitely a lot of people that have talked to me about it, like that are fans of it, like, like jam bands, like you said, like um, kind of like, yes. And like shit like that, like more like progressive, like this might be, Sabbath's like rush record you know if there if there if there was one if there's such a thing um but it was cool to me to know the backstory as all sabbath records i always like to know the backstory and where they were at at the time and um they suffered a lot from writing writer's block probably due to the crippling amount of cocaine use from volume four fries your brain not saying i know from personal experience but i know from personal experience 
and I feel for them here. And especially uh, Tony Iommi, the main songwriter, you know, how many more riffs can you write that are amazing? He figured it out, though. The, the opening riff of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath remains one of my favorite riffs. And amongst the general Black Sabbath fan community, it's considered to be one of the best songs. Uh, and I agree. I think it's a very strong song. It's a very ballsy way to open the album. It's heavy. It's one of the heaviest songs they've ever done. But they mix in like the acoustic stuff right in, right in with it. So it could, that's where it gets a little weird and uh, progressive. But that riff came from, they recorded this record in like a, I should have had the name up and ready, but there's a, there's a castle in Scotland that they rented. And uh, if you ever see what we post for the Iron Warship tanks, that like ad that says Iron Warship tanks now available and like there's me in front of a castle, that's the castle they recorded it in. So it's somewhere in Scotland and it's haunted. And they recorded that riff in the dungeon. And that was the first thing Tony Iommi played while recording the record and that set, that set the tone. So I personally think that that's fucking cool. <laughs> uh, just knowing the backstories of stuff like to, to the certain songs like that are cool. And when we start talking about the lyrics, this, it, it, it almost gets a little too hippie for me. And I don't even mean to say hippie I just don't know of a better way to put it. Maybe you guys can help me out there. I don't mean to sound like an old, like, you know, an old white man smoking a cigar. <laughs> I, I don't remember what song it was, but I feel like they just started at one point naming drugs. Like, or like at one point in time, I think I heard him say, do drugs. Like that was yes. it. <laughs> that is in uh, Sabra Cadabra, which if you need a Valentine's Day song for today, it's a, it's a straight love song. It's like, you know, just talk, talking about meeting, meeting this lady and making them feel so fine and all that stuff. It's all upbeat and kind of like that. But then in the middle of, uh, I think, in, the, in like the bridge, you just hear Ozzy whisper, smoke it, and then <laughs> get high. It's <laughs> yeah. really weird. Yeah. Yes, it's really, it's really deranged and really, really strange. Um, Metallica but, done a cover of that song, I believe. Who did? Metallica did. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. Really interesting. It was on the um, covers album that they done, that they brought back out in like the 90s or maybe 2000s or whatever it was. Okay. That's really good. That's cool. pretty good. That's good to know. I could see Metallica or like a heavier band doing that song better than what is done on this album because this, this is not yeah. my favorite song. James' vocals really fit into that song. Yeah. That makes total sense. And that's, that's what's huge about Sabbath. And we were talking about this. We recorded a a new lifts and riffs podcast episode yesterday that um like a lot of bands and start musicians starting out learn how to play metal playing sabbath riffs so there's like a lot of bands that like kind of do sabbath songs almost better than sabbath and they kind of you know they help write the book so metallica being one of those bands like i'm i can't say i'm the biggest metallica fan in the world but i could definitely see how a band like metallica could like take some of these songs that aren't our favorite and make them into like something special so they definitely have they definitely have it in the blood um killing yourself to live was is a song on here that might it was a contender for what is on the back of this master of iron t-shirt we were going to put killing yourself to lift but we chose lifting just for dying instead which is from the chorus in sabbath bloody sabbath so 
I kind of just realized it right now that both those songs were on this record and were a contender for the t-shirt. Um, if we get this shirt reprinted, we might need to have some new lyrics and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a vote on the Lifting Dead Army patron page. See, what, what is a good Sabbath pun lifting that we can put on uh, reprints of these shirts because we're going to need reprints soon. So that's your job, guys. You think of this. We, we need your input. Joe Smith, I'm looking at you. Yeah, I was just making a note to think of Black Sabbath puns. So we, we're always accepting puns in, in any any realm of anything we talk about. Any lifting puns, we need everything. I know you guys are all good for that. And more riffs from you, Adam, all the time. I do love a pun. That's what I go for. I, I like to go for like the the dad humor. It's just it's a never it never fails. Oh yeah, because you always know somebody's gonna be like, "Oh yo, like that's a pun," like, and you're like, "Yeah, dude." Like, yeah. If someone's like that's lame, you're like, "That's the point, asshole." So you know, yeah. fight me. But it gets them talking about it. So right, that's what we do. Yeah, I think I've maxed out all the uh, Valentine's Day vampire puns. I can't even look at them anymore. So I don't have any good vampire or Valentine's Day puns to post or anything today. But I might just. <laughs> I might just surprise myself and, and break one out for you guys. <laughs> if any, if anyone has any recommendations on there, you should you should DM. We can't we can't uh, we can't talk about it on the air because then people will steal our material and it will get weird. We'll have to go to court over them. Um, last thing I will say about Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, then we can open up the floodgates and talk about fitness and badass shit that we talk about. Did you? I don't know you who all listened to the album, but the last song spiral architect and uh is like the epitome of the progressive sabbath like just every everything embodies that through the lyrics to the, the even the song name it's like what does that even mean it's like just i think you're it's made to be you're made to be on dmt when you listen to this and that's really what's what's going on here no i've honestly i've never done dmt so i can't say that one from personal experience but Silver ships on plasmic oceans in disguise. If anyone out there is into the psychedelic spiritual aspect of Black Sabbath, played this song backwards and <laughs> and have a good time. Uh, Joe Smith can attest to that being fun. Say it almost sounds like a lyric from a Styx song. It does. That's what I was. Gonna, that's kind of what I was getting at a little bit there. They're getting a little Styxy on Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, but uh, God damn it, Styx. <laughs> yes i love the artwork though i do have to say i think this this artwork is pretty cool i like the album title you know there's redeemable qualities not the not yeah. the greatest but that album cover is pretty cool yeah and the um i'll post it on here when i post the episode the back of the album has like an alternate like negative version of that and it's uh it's really it's really cool it's really trippy so i mean there's plenty of worse albums out there. It's not the best, but my, my favorite one is coming up next, and I'm really stoked on that. So as much as I'm going to talk about Black Sabbath next week, I'm going to let everybody off the hook with my Black Sabbath rambling for the, for the time being because I'll make up for it twofold next week. And I might even get uh, my Lifts and Riffs podcast partner, Schuler to come on and talk about it with me too. He's a gem. You guys will love him if you've never listened to the Lifts and Riffs podcast. You don't think I, you think I don't shut the fuck up. That dude really doesn't shut the fuck up. We can all 
caffeinated and talk about Sabbath together and it will be a, uh, a torturous experience for some of you, I'm sure. So that might happen. Uh, any other recommendations on the podcast? We're trying to, we're trying to tighten it up. I was on Mohawk Mandy's boyfriend's podcast the other day. It should be coming out today. My man, Marky, he's legit. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, he knows what he's doing though. He has like the whole podcast set up studio. He's like really good at it. I'm like, bro, I'm going to fuck up your podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he thought very highly of me to have me on that. I really, I really appreciate that. I'm going to blast it today when it gets released. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. Um, if you guys want to see it, it's the, you know, I'm not trying to be all like promotional or anything. No, I want you to, that was me lobbing you the ball. <laughs> but, uh, he's the Mark Gerbino connection on YouTube, on Spotify and Apple music. Um, Mark with a Q. So not a K, a Q. Good way to stand out. <laughs> exactly. Smart. Is that really how he spells his name? Yes. Yeah, that's legit. Yep. We were talking about how you may or may not beat him into submission. <laughs> I heard. It's so funny because I heard like kind of like bits of it because he was editing. And I was just like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> uh, no, I sang your I mean, praises. I made, I made him know how, how much lucky of a guy he was to have no hot Randy as his, as his co-pilot of destruction. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with you. That's all I'm saying. And we'll leave it there. If anyone wants to hear more, you got to listen to what's his, what's his name again? The Mark Connection. No connection. Let's do that. All right. Listen to that, everybody. I'll be showing it later. So you guys can. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be blasting it. It was a fun time. Uh, We're looking to do a lot more podcasts this year because it's, uh, it's going well. The audience is picking up. I owe this all to you guys. I think this is a, this is a really cool time. Um, Sabbath Sundays are my favorite days to hang out with all of you. You guys are like family now. You know, I don't have friends. I have family. We we're just talking about that. So the Lifting Dead Army, you guys are definitely blood, man. This is this is real shit. So thank you very much. And Mikey, I feel like you're being the most quiet of the bunch. So I'm going to pick on you, man. Do you have anything you want, you want me you want to uh, talk about on today's Sabbath Sunday sermon? And you can say no, and then I'll think of something weird to throw you. I'm half asleep. I love you. What? So I'm half asleep. What is your Valentine's Day cheat meal? Uh, we kind of had that on Friday because I got to work today. So we had we had wings on Friday. That's our like go to. Yeah. Something we're like let's have wings. I feel like wings is like a half cheat meal. It's yeah. not a full cheat meal. But they're so good. They could be better for you, but it's not like that bad. It's not like yeah. you totally wreck your wreck your system. I, I love I love wings. I might like wings today. We had pizza last night, and I am not—I'm not doing well. <laughs> the pizza, yeah, we the yeah, pizza and uh, pizza and some beers, and like, oh boy, no, we're that's uh, I I'm feeling a little rough today. That's how you know we're getting old, man. Honestly, you know, I used to be like an everyday thing: wake up and conquer the world. Now, if I had pizza and beer, like I would, I would straight up not be able to do this podcast with you guys. I'd feel like I feel like shit, and I'm gonna let you down, and I have to reschedule. That's how. That's how the bad would be, probably. I feel just like it's a you know I've been eating eating so clean, and then you know you kind of get to a point where you're like I'm gonna not eat well yeah. <laughs> your body just completely rejects it and yeah it's not uh, not an exciting morning around the smith household <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad to know that what kind of pizza did you have yeah you there's a local place and they make a weird kind of peppery chicken 
like uh, just like you know, olives and it's it, but the good thing about the place is they make the pizza they give you the option to have it well done which <laughs> basically they they just torch it in the oven so you get all that crispy crunchy cheese on the outside and it's kind of burnt a little bit so yeah i'm a huge pizza fan it's pretty good so but yeah sounds like it was worth it at least tell yourself it was worth it (laughs) it was it was delicious at the time but uh yeah now like i said we're we're paying for it today so i'm glad i don't have anything to do other than watch vampire movies and like nothing else that's a great valentine's day spend the pizza hangover with your loved one watching vampire movies that's my dream so you're living you're living the dream <laughs> i uh pizza we were just talking about pizza on yesterday's podcast too the um, guy who we had on his name's professor pizza from this band called axe slasher they're like a horror uh, thrash metal band and they're really fun they're from denver they're really awesome and we were talking about pizza for like half an hour and uh, i have a taste for it now and thank you, Joe. I think I might have to, we might have to go get some pizza today because of you and because of this though. Yeah, love about, it, enjoy it. And it's like, and I, I'm sure Mohawk, Mandy, you'll have to, you'll have to weigh in on this because you're you're in tune with the nutrition side of things quite a bit too. When your body is acclimated to eating so clean, you know, like I haven't had pizza or dairy in like I can't even tell you. Like it's been a while. So I know when I go to town and eat that pizza, it's going to fuck me up. Yeah, see, that's, yeah, that's exactly why. Last night, because, like, we were at his dad's house, so, like, he ordered pizza for everybody, but Mark already planned to make me a steak. So I was like, well, I'm going to have, like, half a slice, and even that, like, it tasted good, but I was like, I already feel, like, so heavy from this, you know? And it's just... to the point where you don't want it. And it was, like, to the point where I'm like, I don't, it it doesn't taste like how pizza used to to me you know because i've eat i eat so good now yeah. for the most part that like my cheats or whatever is really just like candy or chips you know like a little bit of candy and chips on the weekend that's really it that's your cheat meal really candy and chips yeah, that's yeah so like, chocolate bars <laughs> yeah well for me it's just like sour candy like i don't really like chocolate too much so like it's just average like, yeah it's like the sour candies that i love and then like salt and vinegar chips so anything that can wreck the roof of my mouth really <laughs> <laughs> Huge, I'm a huge potato guy in general. Fried, yeah, was, yeah, big big Absolutely. potato fan over here. Absolutely, Adam. How's the pizza in Australia, bro? That's let's get down to business. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Jersey, so you got a tough bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh. Not too bad. There is a couple of nice pizza places around here, like nice wood fire, traditional like Italian pizza. Okay, all right, we can vibe with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and well, I and um I was chatting to a mate like two weeks ago. We I've we've been talking about Taco Bell. There's like more than one Taco Bell in Australia now. <laughs> was there like two? <laughs> uh, there's, there's heaps. I think there's like one in it, like one or two in like every state or some shit. Okay, all right, that's fair. Outback, and you know, like you're driving in the outback, and there's nothing in sight. Just see a Taco Bell. Hey, yeah, like, in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere, like one employee with one eye. I guess <laughs> that Taco Bell. Well, I guess you've never had. Have you ever had pizza from America? Adam, no. Have you ever been no. over here? I feel like I'm never What's even asked you this. Have you ever been over here? I know. I feel like I'm never even asked. Nah, you. I would love to one day. All right, man. Well, 
you come you come to the crypt you got a place to stay and we're going to give you some east coast pizza and then we'll yes. get there <laughs> the, the, then we can yeah, you're in New Jersey, man. You know what's up. The East Coast pizza is where it's at, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny because when Mark went to school, he was in Georgia, and their pizza was not good. <laughs> so you can't go too far south. <laughs> can't go too far south. I feel. It, yeah. I feel though, like like with Joe, you were talking about with that that kind of like specialty kind of pizza, like the the Midwest can handle that for sure. Like I know I've had good pizza in Colorado, like that. Um, I like Chicago pizza, honestly. It's not my fit, my go-to. Like a deep dish is like it's pretty intense. But yeah. every night, if you go to Chicago and get it, it's so much better. It, that's one of those occasions that it is so much better there than if you just go to your local pizza place and get deep dish. Like I just just a greasy casserole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just a real thick bready casserole that deep it, dish chicago stuff bready casserole i have like super just like italian genetics and i just crave carbs like that you know what i mean so that's good with me like i like bread all that stuff but it comes back to destroy everything that i've worked for so i try not to do it you know <laughs> yeah just stay away from that Domino's. that's not pizza <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's not pizza I call it dominoes with an italian accent I mean, to uh, <laughs> that make it fancier, impress your date. You know, we're gonna we're gonna take out from Domino's tonight, babe. You know, that's about Valentine's Day. When you don't want to spend a lot of money, but you make it sound like it is. I don't know what I'm talking about, by the way. I'm just <laughs> what are you? What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? What are your plans? Anything fun? Or did you already Valentine's do Valentine's Day for me was yesterday. <laughs> I know you're all you're all messed up, dude. You're you're all a day. At, yeah, day at I'm in the future. You are in the future. You're from the future. Well, what did you do? What did, what in Australia? What went down? Did you blast Sabbath and just have a good time? Yeah, I went to the gym, got a good shoulder and back workout done. Best thing. Yeah, done some grocery shopping, ate some food, watched some movies. Do you guys ever see the? Uh, ate some tacos, man. That's about it. Hell yeah, that's a great Valentine's Day, bro. Good for you. You guys ever see these memes that were there was kind of popular a few years ago? It was like a bodybuilder. It's like on the phone, and there's the other one, the other meme below is a girl on the phone. It's like, what are you doing Friday for Valentine's Day? And the bodybuilder's like, legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. That's what that you just reminded me of that guy. And I, I, I love you. That's, that's yeah. solid. <laughs> solid. I'll take that. Dwayne uh, Roth, Johnson of Australia, bro. You got to do it. You got to do it. We went to a, um, Shout out to uh, the Haunted Hills Estate up here in the middle of nowhere in like the countryside of Pennsylvania. It's super spooky. They have uh, like a Valentine's Day haunted house every year. So that was, we did that last night. That's that was pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. That was cool. I feel like there needs to be more haunted attractions that aren't just on Halloween. One day. Yeah, for sure. I can totally get behind that. It's like negative. 30 here with the wind chill uh, right now so yeah i mean we're pretty much just like in for the day (laughs) just no going outside it's snowing again and it's like snowed every day for the past i don't know it's just insanely cold and uh we're just not planning on doing anything other than probably watching movies and uh, hanging out 
how are your workouts going in the uh, sub-zero temperatures, dude? Are you, are you, I mean, I don't blame <laughs> you if you skip them because that could be, like, kind of dangerous, I feel. Yeah, uh, my the garage where I have the weights is not insulated yeah, at yeah, all. Man. So in the garage, it's, you know, minus 10. So if the other day when I had to do some deadlifts, I was basically like, all right, I'm going to get bundled up. I went to the garage, did the deadlifts, and then went back inside to the basement, kind of finished it off without okay. – so I to do the heavy stuff, uh, do it real quick and get out there. Cardio has been all inside kind of routines and trying to figure out, uh, you know, what's going to push me to the same sort of, uh, like I guess, quote-unquote distance, you know. Right thinking of calorie burn but just getting it in a different way uh so it's been rough but uh the best thing that i've found about working out is that uh in the basement is that i can do it in my underpants if i get too hot and like i'm not gonna lie it was the other day i was like oh man i can just take my pants off and i can take my shirt off i'm sweaty i'm gross and it's hot so let's just do this (laughs) and i didn't have to feel bad about it it was amazing yeah. It's the greatest. That's the unsung benefit of working out at home. I, I wish that I could. That, but I mean, I, I fully, I fully appreciate it. Dude, you're, yeah, you're... it was. It, it was weird to just be, you know, walking around the basement in my trainers and underwear. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Not at all. It's what we do anyway. You, it's a new so. trend, man. It's a new trend. If you can work out at home, I and you're getting hot and sweaty, I highly recommend just getting in your skivvies and going for it. So. Yeah. Are we talking boxers, briefs, or tidy whities <laughs> uh, What is well? It depends on what I was working out. Or are we talking no underwear, and you're just afraid to say it, which is fine with me. You can do it. After. Oh man, I don't think that I would appreciate the dangliness of working out without underwear. That would just be too much moving around, too much flopping, and I don't think that I would like walking doing burpees. I don't yeah. even think doing burpees without underwear would be safe. No. <laughs> For like without a bra on, dude. <laughs> like you're, gonna, oh. you're, gonna slap, you're gonna slap something and it's not gonna feel good. <laughs> this is important information to, to look incredibly important information. But it was it was uh compression shorts, you know. So you gotta worry about you know thigh chafe and all that. So you know, compression Man, shorts when you're working out a long period of time, it's really important. I'm just doing my market research for when we get death comes lifting underwear manufactured. So, I don't know. Oh, on a day to day, it's briefs for me all day. So, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, Mandy. I have to ask you, death comes lifting underwear. What what cut um, for the ladies? Um, definitely stay away from, in my opinion, the high waisted bullshit because it looks like a diaper. We're not doing okay. that. <laughs> um, I would say either just like a thong or like a uh like the cheeky boy cut ones. I feel like at this point, why would we not have thongs? Right? Like, come on, man. <laughs> All right, done. Uh, this is this is the shit we need on Valentine's Day. We're talking business. We're talking moves. It's good. It's good. We're talking like, underwear. We're talking underwear. We're talking working out. Not in your underwear. You guys all... All of us could not be wearing pants right now, and nobody would fucking know. And that is the best way to be on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Adam down there from Australia wearing no pants. And down under, bro. Yes. <laughs> we have to talk about one of these days. We have to have a full-blown Bond Scott ACDC like discussion. This that might have to be a separate podcast. Yeah. I, yeah. they've actually played in Wollongong in my in my uh town, like in the 70s or something like that. Really? Down the set list, yeah. I have to send it to you. It's pretty good. 
please do. I love that stuff, man. I love that stuff. Um, I never knew, though. I'm sure you do, because uh, it's like in the lore down there. Bon Scott's band before ACDC was like this super weird, like progressive rock, which weirdly ties back in the Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, uh, like yes type band. Like, there's like footage of him like playing a flute and singing all like high and stuff. Did you know that? No. Really? Okay, sweet. I'm going to send you a link to this. They're like reissuing like a, a couple discs of like all that stuff. That he was, uh, I forget what the band's even called. I listen to it. It sounds like really terrible, to be honest, but that makes me like Bon Scott's ACDC even more because he was just like, I need to do this. I need to like just drink all the whiskey and set things on fire. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I think, I think ACDC could definitely be considered like some dad rock nonsense or whatever, but the early, the early Bon Scott stuff has some, has some different, there's some different stuff in there to it for sure. Uh, Joey, I know you don't like ACDC, probably. Who? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, I guess the bigger songs are the only ones that I'm really familiar with, so I don't really have much in the way of an opinion because I, I haven't really explored okay. you know, the things other than High Voltage or <laughs> Thunderstruck and, you know, all of those, like, uh, yeah. you know, the big songs, you know, the ones you like hear the, on the, the, the drinking classic game rock. Calls. Yeah, the cock rock stations and all that jazz. Right, right. All right. Well, one of these days, it won't be on a Sabbath Sunday. We'll have to have a we'll have to have another another meeting for just uh, ACDC. We'll, we'll you get... have to listen to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna put together the essential Bon Scott playlist, and we're gonna do like five five or six songs. Just run through. What do you say? You can help me formulate this, Adam correctly. Are you ready to accept this mission? That's tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Mohawk Mania, I feel like we haven't talked about working out in a while. So what's been going on with your workout routine? I'm always interested because you you kick the most ass. So what's <laughs> going you. on? Well, lately, um, I've been trying to get my shit together with my schedule because it's going to be changing soon because I'm going back to school. So um, it's, you know, I'm trying to get it to where I'm not working out too much and I'm not tiring my body out. So really, I've been doing uh, every other week to where I'm working out two to three times a week. And then the following week is three to four times a week. And it seems to be working a lot better than what I was trying to do. <laughs> what were you trying to do just like all along? Just whenever I had time, whether after work, before work, just be like, all right, well, if I'm working out on Monday, then I can do this on Tuesday. And if I do this on Tuesday, I could rest Wednesday. And it was just like not a plan. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I get a lot of questions from people about rest days and like when to schedule them and if you should schedule them or if you just kind of take yeah. it as your schedule comes. I think it just comes down to your schedule and you, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because this week was the past week and a half was interesting because, you know, last week and I was in Vermont, so I didn't work out because we were hiking a mountain in the snow. <laughs> so that was my workout. Hell of a workout. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hard, dude. <laughs> and did you have fun. I did. However, I'm done with the snow now. For sure. okay. <laughs> You know, but it was fun. It was pretty. But um, and then a few days prior to that, I got my arm tattoo redone. So I couldn't really work out anyway comfortably. So taking that unexpected week off actually helped me a lot. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, I can't take a week off. I can't do this shit. Like, that's not me. And then I'm like, Amanda, like, you really need to just do it because you have no choice right now. You know, yeah. so, like when I worked out yesterday, I did like upper body and it felt great, you know, it didn't feel like I was tired or exhausted already. And it was like a reset. 
that's good. This is motivating me because I need to like schedule rest for myself because usually I just do it until I feel like I need it, which might be like 10 days straight and then I'll take a rest yeah. day off, which I definitely can benefit from taking a break. And even yeah. and even if it's like unscheduled, like just take it because there's like days where I'm just like exhausted from work or something and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. So like sometimes like there's a difference between, you know, just pushing through it and just giving your body a rest and your brain a rest. <laughs> a big fan of me personally and for the people I work with, just telling them to go for a like 15 minute walk, I'm a big, yeah. big, big walking, big walker kind of guy. Sometimes no music, just like nice meditative, like 15 minutes. I feel like that does wonders for recovery, just mentally and physically too. On rest yeah. It's nice. yeah. I did that during that week off. Like I would like take the dog out and just like walk with her and she's good. So like, I didn't have to worry about her, but I was just like either, just trying to clear my head or maybe sort out a few things that needed some more, you know, thinking about. But for the most part, it was, I felt way better when I came back. Joe Smith, I think you should do some cryotherapy and just like uh, feel, film yourself just jumping outside in your underwear and then run back in and like the negative <laughs> weather. When, when we get death comes lifting underwear, that yes. will be, I'll send it to you free and that will be your, how you pay me back for that is just by doing promo videos like that. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm game. I'm definitely getting some, like, it's weird. You talk about, you know, missing workouts and that kind of weird anxiety that you feel from it. I'm getting like crazy lack of cardio outside workouts. Like where I feel like I'm not doing what I need to be doing or enough of what I need to be doing. Yeah. Even yeah. though I know that in a few weeks I'm doing a 10 K that I, like, I know that I'll be able to do a 10 K and I'll be able to beat the time that I set for myself just because like, that's where I am in my training that, you know, right. running a little over six miles is just something I do on a Saturday. So like, I know that I can handle that, but like, I feel like I'm not doing the work leading up to it. And that's giving me weird workout anxiety. Yeah. yeah, well, I feel the club. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Zach? I just said, welcome to the club. And I'm oh like, yeah. I mean I think that's that comes with the territory of being an athlete you know I feel like you know we're all different athletes here and it's just we have that sense of I'm not doing enough because of you know social media and everything because you see people that never take breaks and it's fucking weird but like we see that as a normal thing and you know so when you're you take a rest day or even you don't do as much as you usually do and something changes we're just like oh no (laughs) when in reality it's not that big of a deal or if there's circumstances well beyond your control, like it being negative 30 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just don't, you just shouldn't. Like at that right. point, like you just, it's just not smart. I saw somebody running yesterday when it was, you know, it was like negative 10. So, but yeah. it's like, I look at the guys like, it's not worth it, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, it's not so, worth the frostbite. <laughs> no. If That's you cool. have that workout anxiety, what I, what I like to do on the, those times is, not only because it helps anxiety, but just because it will help everything else is just have a day where you focus on breathing, like just work, like sit down for 20 minutes and try to do some breathing exercises and some stretches. And uh, that will make you feel better. That will subside your anxiety because, you know, breathing helps everything, but that will also carry over into your workouts and make you have better workouts because of that too. So that's, that's my low key trainer recommendation to all of you. That's what we're here for. Oh, you guys, I'm here for you. It's this, it's not, it's not the other way around and I'm honored to do it. And thank you all for showing up.
all the time. You guys rock. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to bail us out of here. I'm going to fist bump you with my candlebrella. <laughs> Boom. Happy Boom. Sabbath, bloody Valentine's Day. All Hell of, yeah. All of you yes. love out there. Happy Valentine's Day. Right love, now. You you all. love you <laughs> all right guys we'll talk to you soon work on all that you all have homework remember what i said i don't even remember what i said but i know i saw you guys write it down underwear workouts riffs no podcasts it's all coming soon freaks everybody listening all right all right love you yeah yeah yeah